Learn the most advanced recruiting techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with Rick Gerard. Afternoon, everybody. Investing in your people above and beyond is today's topic. Today, we're going to learn about a company that is truly built by valuing people more than anything else. I'm Rick Gerard, and welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. Our mission is to discuss and deconstruct insights from top-performing entrepreneurs and industry experts. Every week, we uncover tested tactical solutions to solve your company's most difficult hiring challenges. <laughs> Today, our guest is Delip Jaggi. He's the uh, founder of Devise Interactive. Um, Delip has been recognized as a young entrepreneur and active soul, always looking for more and to do better. He's the founder of digital, uh, <laughs> a brand, excuse me, and digital agency Devise Interactive. He's also an inventor. He co-founded uh, the world's first smart shower device, Evadrop, which sounds pretty cool. You got to tell me about that later. And he's uh, he's uh, co-founded Forge 54, which is a nonprofit that hosts a 54-hour hackathon weekend to provide marketing makeover for one nonprofit every year, which is another cool thing you're doing. Spare time, he likes long walks on the beach, friends playing chess, sax. He plays the sax. And, of course, snowboarding, which you and I need to talk about later because I used to be a pro snowboarder when I was younger. Wow. Weird, right? <laughs> Dilla, welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So a couple of things I want to cover. I want to hear your story about Devise Interactive, how you built it, um, and your philosophy around hiring process. So let's let's kind of bust right into it. Let's talk about the how you started the company. Sure. Um, I've been programming since I was 15, so I kind of fell I loved programming and was freelancing for many years, sure. which ended up me starting my own agency. And I fell into this agency role, but I really was just like tackling like that talent. You know, someone would come to me and be like, you know, when I was 18, can you do this or develop this software? And I'd be like, yes, didn't know how to do it. What were you doing? Like what type of software development? Oh, any sort of like any sort of digital software. So a lot of PHP and JavaScript were okay. the main languages I lived within. <clears throat> and then from there, I would just sort of like better my craft. And mm -hmm. then, you know, hired my first part-timer, hired my first full-timer. And then about four years ago, Devise was born, which is this like luxurious vision of like digital services and marketing services and brand services um, that I wanted to provide. Okay. Yeah. So you you are kind of a, a full firm that does all the advertising and building out the software solutions and everything else. Yeah. So like in our firm, you actually, we have a very awesome branding and creative team uh -huh. we have an engineering team five full stack engineers in-house okay and then we have a couple a marketing team as well which is our newest initiative in this last year but we're trying to be a full service sort of solution when it comes to a digital ask pretty much oh cool mm -hmm. very good. and you've got some pretty interesting clients yeah I some mean, spicy ones too <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> you're definitely referring to uh tapatio there of course um we've worked with like companies like usc at&t um, we like the big corporate accounts, sure. but I also like like the startup and the entrepreneur accounts because honestly, I could just see a huge impact, you know, from like taking them from like zero to hero. Like it is an amazing thing. It's to see. so much more exciting. Yeah. Way I'm, more. Exciting. I'm right there with you. Cause I like startups. Yeah. And every time I've got roped into larger companies, I'm kind of like, oh, God, it's just painful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it pays, it keeps the lights on. So sure. I like them for that. Sure. 
but it's not like we made a huge impact. And if it is, it's at a smaller scale. So sure. there's a couple of cool case studies to where like a small startup or an entrepreneur came to us and we took them like, you know, through the ringer and then seeing them like a two year or three year, like they're signing deals with Reebok and I'm just going, what? <laughs> that's amazing. Really? Yeah. That's very, very cool. Hey, you got to give yourself a pat on the back and your team a pat on the back for that one. Thank you. Thank you. So talk to me about your, your philosophy on how you kind of built the company. You, you hired somebody. What were the values you kind of put in the, in the, in a process and, and when did you do that? Sure. I mean, it kind of really stemmed from like my approach to like how I was taking coding and learning. Mm -hmm. So it's really like putting the craft first and that's how it's like within the team. So you know, what we did is when we brought on new team members, we brought on people who were what we call divisors. They're hustlers, they're, they're go-getters, the people that get it, that want to put the extra mile Got and it. also want to learn like whether it's new technologies or try new design techniques and so forth. And so that's something that you find at Devise is our ability to be nimble, mm -hmm. that we're not, we're not like a manufactured product, right? Like it's not like, okay, you get X amount of rounds and by like this amount of time, it's complete. We tend to be a little bit more traditional. Sure. And because of that, we tend to be a little bit more quality focused and quantity focused. So we, like I talked about, we have like, it's kind of like a two answer question, but we have sure. this, you know, we have this design department and we have this technology department and our, our value proposition is that we're at the crossroads of where creative design and technology meets. So that's like what we bring to the table. Um, and with that, and just like, I think the landscape of just digital and how it's changing, you know, there's voice coming out now, there's mobile applications, there's how digital meets the tangible. We're always learning and trying new things. Sure, sure. So let's talk about the team. I mean, what do you look for in the people that you you hire? Sure. What, what, what do they, what needs to be there in order for them to be a, wait, what did you call it? A device? A divisor. A divisor, <laughs> I like it. Um, it. It's an attitude play. Sure. You know, I mean, uh, so now we've built the team to 11. We have uh, a good a good amount of people of engineering and designers, but everyone sure. came as like a junior. And so they, we kind of like, I have a senior creative director who like relocated here. So he helps me like scout talent as well. Mm -hmm. But we look for someone that really gets it from an attitude play and that wants to put the extra effort to really, you know, better their craft. Sure. From there, like we help them train to become into seniors. <laughs> And be a result of that, many of my team members have now been with us for two years, three years, and we've grown to a team of 11. Okay. Um, it's worked out really well because we all on the same mission in terms of like, if a client comes through the door, like we want to like do something out of the box. You know, we look, we almost like look at each project and say, what are we going to do that's going to add more value into our tool belt to help us become the best in, in at least here in Orange County, California. Sure. So um, that's been sort of like our like, how we brought on new team members um, and, and it's really played out in terms of like how we've had like a um, an optimum culture and it and really been able to produce a better product for our clients and drive better results. Okay. So you said culture. Let's talk a little bit about that. <laughs> sure. And as our engineer over there, Paul just cringes. <laughs> so um, your culture, how would you define your culture? I would define it to be nimble, uh, brave, and untraditional and really culture is more of a mindset for us um we when something comes through the doors we want to say like a like because we're up to date with the latest technologies maybe we can get to the finish line a little bit quicker because we're always reading new documentation and we're learning new technologies um we like to be brave to where like we don't want to just like do what the client says we want to almost pitch them on ideas and hopefully we can drive better results for them at the end of the day um, and we're not traditional in the sense that it's not like anything that we've done before is just being 
manufactured the same way through our pipeline and produced at the end. Got it. So we, we, because of that, we tend to, we tend to like spend a little bit more time mm-hmm. on the strategy and discovery with our clients. And that's another big piece about us is I feel like a lot of our competitors don't really value like critical thinking. Sure. So like in our office, we've created out like these different like collaboration rooms. They're just open spaces with like huge whiteboards and cardboards or cardboards, foam boards all around okay. the, uh, all around these rooms. But we come like that's our level of ideation. You know, we want to foster like collaboration and we want to foster conversation. And out of that comes great ideas. So we tend sure. to be untraditional in that sense, because when we look at a lot of competitors, they're not doing that. They're just more like, OK, get in, do what they want. Check, 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 check product finish, you know, collect invoice. Sure. We, we're trying to make sure everything is a portfolio um, winner and is a wow factor in anything that we do. So what's a good client for you? So that's where it's a fair balance act. I mean, yeah. uh, we kind of talked about like the court, like there's like the Fortune 500 companies, you know, which we have a, uh, about 30% split of sure. those. Sure. But that's a little bit more of like a, a deliverable. Like we need this, develop it, work with our marketing team <laughs> and execute it. I where I get excited is the startups and the entrepreneurs who don't necessarily have a team behind them, but looking for people to like come up with ideation and think on their behalf, and they become a partner, not a client. Sure. And then in that level, so you of bring them into the war room and you say, "Hey, mm-hmm. look, let's work this through work together." Now, does it take a little bit of a training with those clients to get them to do that? Because they're not used to that traditionally, right? Yeah. They just have you. They tell you what they want. You go away. You come back with something, and they say, "Yeah, or nay," right? Yeah. Well, with that, we have a lot of break checks like through the process. Sure. So they're part of every step of the way. We tell them, like, you're our point guard. You yeah. know your business better than we do because we're not married to any set vertical. Sure. Um, but, yeah, it, it is a, a different sort of world or environment that they're used to. And uh, But I, I think they get a lot of value out of it because they're filtering those thoughts and speculating on their company, and they don't have all the answers. And through that level of strategy and discovery, they come out just like, an inch taller, you know, like yeah. their, their chest is poofed up and they're excited to like produce the next step. Sure. That's very cool. So we're speaking with uh, Delip Jaggi, the founder of Devise Interactive. We need to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about actually your, your, your values and how you bring them into the hiring process in more detail <clears throat> and your results that you've had and why you're succeeding. Awesome. I look forward to it. Be right back. You're listening to Hire Power with Rick Gerard giving you access to recruiting techniques that will help you hire key talent to build your company towards real success. Rick is a recruiting executive and entrepreneur who's been successfully recruiting in the aggressive Silicon Valley technology landscape for the past two decades. After a very successful stint at Apogee, he founded Stride Search in 2012. Based on a lean efficiency model, Stride has uniquely positioned itself as a leader in retained search for the most critical talent hires within a small organization. Whether you're a startup executive or recruiting professional, by listening to Hire Power with Rick Gerard, you will walk away with skills to help you attract and hire great talent. Now back to Hire Power with Rick Gerard. Welcome back to the Hire Power Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and today our guest is Delip Jaggi, founder of Devise Interactive. All right, so in the intro, I actually uh, talked a little bit about Evadrop, your smart shower product. Curious, I want to know what that is. Like, how do you make a smart shower? Sure, sure. <laughs> Because so, mine's pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you need Eva Drop. <laughs> I might. Um, it's a couple of colleagues of mine. We came up with this idea, this smart shower. Mm-hmm. So basically what it is, it's an adapter, if you will, between the shower head and the wall. Okay. And uh, we save water with three different ways. One is that there's a proximity sensor. So based how far you are from the shower head, 
it's going to decrease the water flow accordingly. Okay. So I don't know if you noticed, but you usually take a step back to like lather up and shampoo, take a step forward. We want the full flow. So during that time, you would save water, including okay. like women like shave legs, like at the end of the bathtub, they don't need the full water flow. Sure. The other way is that we have a temperature gauge. I shave my legs that way. <laughs> the, the other way is a temperature gauge. I don't shave my legs. No. <laughs> I know. The second way is a, a temperature gauge. Sure. So, you know, when you turn on the water and you go brush your teeth and all that water is being wasted, mm-hmm. well, now the, the, the Eva Drop is going to shut off the water flow when it hits your desired temperature. Mm-hmm. And so, once it hits, like, let's say it's 90 degrees of your desired temperature, it will shut off, waiting for you to jump back in and resume. The other one is through the mobile app. You could set different timers and say, okay, I want to get out of the shower in three minutes. And Eva will remind you when to get out. So it's also connected to Alexa, Google Voice. We've done all the integrations. Wow, cool. So you can see like how much water am I saving in the shower? We have some really cool stuff where like uh, SoCal Gas is going to give like a rebate if you purchase the product. Hmm. So we already gone through, we have the prototype. We're now taking the next step after the Chinese New Year into manufacturing. So you'll see it in the stores in summer of 2018. Very cool. That was my purple squirrel moment because it was running through my mind. And I'm like, okay, I got I to gotta learn about this. <laughs> so now let's discuss. Um, okay, so you talked a little bit about your company values. Yeah. So let's talk about your hiring process because we, we really like to educate companies on how to effectively hire the best people. Sure. And what I was impressed about when I talked with you originally was, hey, you've hired quite a few people and you haven't lost anybody and they've been with you. And it was evident the people around you were all about you. They loved you. So you, you've done a great job. So how do we help? How do we translate that to other startups sure. that aren't doing such great of a job, right? Or, or need help in that area? Sure. The approach to the craft and fostering the educational environment, a helped tremendously. Okay. I mean, everyone knows that there's room for grow. And it could be daunting when you want to know all the answers and when you think you have to know all the answers so we allow for that sure um the other one is that we also like influence education like like my senior like um engineer is in an mba class right now and so always trying to better them to like you know change their mindset to help better the company and better their personal growth so you're like helping with the time off so that he can actually do that or absolutely. Are you helping to pay for it or you guys subsidizing yeah. oh that's oh, awesome. absolutely yeah. you know um uh, a big a big piece like even my creative director he has an agency coach that's like uh, was a creative director like Sachi and Sachi, and so he meets with us a couple times a month and make and looks at our processes and and, and and it just allows us to have outside perspective yeah. to help us improve. So that's like step number one is like education, right? Sure. But the big thing for me was I really value investing into people, and so like a lot of like I think like entrepreneurs are like, oh, like it's going to reduce my margins. I could do it myself. I guess i'm a really good delegator and so like yeah. i'm like i want to hire people because it's going to build equity it's going to build the level of team camaraderie and when you have that level of team camaraderie we're all kind of moving into the, in, along within the same mission yeah and there's an ecosystem within there that i think challenges itself and because of the education and because we're just in a creative environment my belief is that you need to be challenged creatively and professionally otherwise you're stagnant and so you're educating. providing stretch for people exactly i mean so if somebody decides, hey, look, at, I'm getting a little bored with this, they actively come to you and say, hey, I want to work on something else. Yeah, absolutely. See, that's a great environment to have. Yeah. And most companies don't foster that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one of those things where, it, you know, when when we help companies to hire, we always try to find people that are going to gain some stretch out of that role so mm-hmm. that they're getting something out of their career yep. that they're not getting in their current company. Yep. Yep. Um, something like 62% of people that are actively in jobs 
are not completely 100% satisfied with their role. Right. So if you can do that, what you're doing, yep. kudos to you. Great well, job. Also, the startup, you know that they're locking their spot in the hierarchy. Yeah. So like my one of my engineers who's been with me for three years, he is now he manages a whole engineering department. Before he was just a junior developer, like fresh out of college. Okay. You know? Yeah. So they know that they can see the growth and they're they're making a mark like within Devise Interactive. Yeah. I think it really starts with like investing in people. Another thing that I do is in terms of benefits, like a lot of small businesses don't provide the four oh one K, don't provide the medical. So I provide all those benefits just to make sure like look, we're here to like cover like your what your life needs and in, yeah. in, in terms of like following like Maslow's level of hierarchy, like to follow that and say like your medical's covered, your retirement's covered. We also give like quarterly allowances. Like they get a lot of like snack benefits. So we try to you know make it a a fair balance. Sna- snack benefits. Well, like they get like a quarterly <laughs> snack allowance. Like okay, and so everyone can like go to Costco and just like make sure that we have like food prepped up in, in the office and stuff like that. Okay, so it just but those sure. are perks. Those are nice those perks, are perks, but they don't necessarily keep people there. I think the other yeah. things are the ones that really get people to. Uh, to stay absolutely yeah absolutely okay let's just summarize this really quickly like you know you're talking to a somebody you're advising another C, junior ceo or something like that yeah how would you advise them to to build out the process or like what what core values should they have in there i mean i think this is something that probably those values that you hold dear mm-hmm. and so they're they're in you but some most ceos don't have those values sure it's all about me i'm gonna make a billion dollars off this sure right? sure yeah <laughs> What, what 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 advice can we give them to help them out? I mean, it just depends on what you're looking for, right? Like, so yeah. for me, it was fitting someone that a wants to learn, has mm-hmm. an attitude to put that to take the extra mile. Um, we're looking for someone that is nimble, that's like kind of like a junior that we can like identify new patterns and habits within, um, and, and just someone that really gets it. You know, yeah. I know it's it's a little bit of an ambiguous answer, but when you know and it fits, and the synergy between you and them is there. Like you're like, okay, this person would really, you could see them, you know, evolving into your company and not forcing it, right? Now, have you designed your interview questions around being nimble, brave, and non-traditional? Yeah, we have like some questions like that, that cater towards that, but it's also a two-step interview process. So like one, I'm not the one that does the first interview, Mm -hmm. my team is, and usually there's a couple of different team members and we get their sign off as a group. Sure. Then whoever sort of like advances, I come up and I, and I do the second interview and then that's as a team we decide on our next hire no new hires ever just hired it is it's a group discussion and, and okay. decision so you have a process in place yeah which is from my perspective a really important piece that a lot of companies don't have too yeah you know define what your process is however it works for your company yeah and make sure you're consistent with it across the board yeah i think it was kind of organic though too because when we're hiring you know in the last four years we've had like we saw like a couple of employees and we want to hire one more. We know our pain points. And as a team, we're making these decisions. Yeah. And a lot of times when you when you think about hiring your next employee, you don't know if it's time yet. Because it's not like that person is replacing a existing position. Oh, yeah. It's a brand new position that you're like, do I really need this? And so you start having those doubts. And yeah. the one thing that all those concerns and like, you know, sleepless nights thinking is, do I really need this like person? It's never done me wrong. And with that, I'm just saying, like, adding more people to your team is equity in your company. And if you look at it from that, like, that lens, I think that you would find that it, it, it would pay off in the long-term plan. And that there, my friend, is brave. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you hit the nail on the head. What, what have been the results for you? In terms of? Of your company growth. You know, 
some takeaways as far as the wins go? I mean, with the company growth in the team, it, it's been a level of things. One, there's a level of camaraderie. It validates the other team members to see our growth when more people are being added yeah. um, and that people are joining their mission. So it, it Yeah, because if you're not growing, you're dying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... Sure, you you're know, stagnant. Yeah, if you're stagnant, a lot, of, a lot of people get nervous and then they start calling me. Sure, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hear that all the time. We haven't hired anybody in my team and we've been short. You know, we've lost a few people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like, okay, so 2015, uh, 2016, we didn't hire anyone. So looking at the end of the year, I'm like, okay, like we were a bit stagnant. So 2017, we've hired four people this year. Okay. Because we just wanted to grow. We want to add some people to the team. We know, recognize some pain points. But it really, you get some outside perspective, you sure. know, and it's, re it's really helpful. Um, and even now, like we're discussing, like bringing on another couple of employees. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of value when, you, when you're adding employees, especially for us. Like when you're, when you're in a service-based business, I mean, you, whether you're selling time at the end of the day, yeah. whether I'm cleaning windows or I'm developing a software, it's at the end of the day time. Yeah. And so having people helps. But I, I don't think I ever want to grow more than like 20. 20 is probably my threshold around there. All right. We'll bring you back when you're 50. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> you, you never know, right? <laughs> so, okay. Um, so what have been kind of, you've got some really interesting clients. Like what, what have been some of your, your, your big wins based on, you know, this year? Yeah, so a couple of big wins is one of the big, two big engineering ones that we did USC's iPad application. And that okay. was really awesome because USC as a brand is A, challenging, and B, the iPad application was just complex. Wait, don't around. they have students there? They're computer science students that could actually do that? Yeah, but they, they want it done right. They want to outsource <laughs> okay, okay. It. <laughs> the other one was we developed this fintech platform called Rich Uncles. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with them. But Sounds like a dating website. for Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but pretty much they're a real estate investment trust done okay. online. Okay. And so we built this whole platform of how you view the investment offering, how do you do the DocuSign online, how you log into your Chase Bank and make the transaction. All and so we've created the full front to back end system. Hmm. From a technology perspective, it had like all these integrations, hmm. including Salesforce. It really flexed our muscles. But this was about two years ago when I had half the people that I have now. And that comp right when we launched this platform, it started doing a million dollars a month, then started doing a million dollars a day. And it was just growing. Wow. It, was just, it was crazy. Um, and that was probably the most exciting because they weren't a USC, right? Like huge recognized brand. Yeah. They were a startup. And it was just the most amazing thing to watch. To watch them just explode like yeah. that. Yeah. And then, and then there's a bunch of issues that come from there. Like, okay, how are we scaling? How's the database? How can, you know what I mean? How can we make a little more robust? Yeah. And so my team and I, we were just hacking away like, oh, it was fun times. <laughs> are you still working on that account? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. they're still really good friends. One of our strong references um but yeah like uh they're a great account to have wow that's outstanding and then on the other side is we've developed some really cool brands and that's the other side of our business like we have the engineering side but like we did like this protein shaker we created their brand and e-commerce site hmm. he was a startup it was just him and his wife so we helped him raise him 140,000 on kickstarter next thing you know he's signing a deal with reebok a couple months ago so like that was a couple years ago we developed that brand wow so, so you're actually providing business value too Exactly. By helping them with like a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, we've actually done about like 1.5 million on Kickstarter between all our clients. Like our biggest. <laughs> You're not gonna talk. <laughs> our I big... need a new pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah, our biggest I'm one was like kidding. half a million on Kickstarter. Oh, nice. So even Eva Drop, we did 150. So okay, um, that's how it, it, it's a it's a good way to help startups because they have to build all this marketing collateral anyway. Yeah. To build it, focus around this like campaign. 
because it creates all the brand equity that they need, which lives with them after the campaign itself. Got it. So it's a really focused uh, channel. Okay. We have just a few minutes left. Tell us about the hackathon you do. 454? Yep. It's only the best hackathon ever. But what it is... Oh, look at, look at how excited <laughs> It's a 54-hour uh, skilled giving event for... No sleep? No sleep for 54 hours where we do pro bono, a marketing mm -hmm. makeover for a nonprofit mm -hmm. in need. It's been five years that we've been doing it. Uh, this last year was at Ocean Institute and Dana Point. And so we did Huge. a whole brand. Yeah, we did a we did an iPad application for them in 54 hours. We did a, all these creative brochures, new signage around their their establishment. So we pretty much do everything A to Z, end to end solution. But we had 120 volunteers. Wow. Red Bull Field, Coffee Field, no shower, no sleep. Like it's just nuts. So it was pretty smelly. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But it's a it's a great way for anyone that's like listening. That's a young professional that's wanting to network with like-minded individuals like we we've hired from it we've had a lot of other agencies hire from it it's a huge resume builder and it's an amazing time dot 54com for anyone interested that's awesome so we're just out about just about out of time for today's show philip thanks again for your time investment in the show today i great having you on as guest and, and welcome to the higher power radio community thank you so much it was, absolutely it was great now um if anybody wants to know more about you how do they reach you so just go to deviseinteractive.com, which is D-E-V-I-S-E, interactive.com. My first name is Dalip, D-A-L-I-P. So you can contact me by email, Dalip at deviseinteractive.com. Very cool. And anybody listening out there, I, I highly recommend you guys get a hold of them. They do great work. Thank you. So I want to thank our listening audience for tuning in today's show of Higher Power. Uh, quick thanks to our team, our engineer, Paul Roberts. Our producers, Andrea Ballin, Shanti Ryle, and our executive producer, Kim Iverson, to listen to this show and any of our past episodes, check out Hire, H-I-R-E, PowerRadio.com. It's not a religious show, guys. Or Hire Power Radio on iTunes. Uh, follow us also on LinkedIn or Facebook at Hire Power Radio Show. Or me on Twitter at Rick underscore Gerard. We have another great show lined up for you guys next week. Um, our guest is going to be Ash Kumra, the uh, co-founder and CEO of Youngry. You know? Oh, yeah. He's a good friend. <laughs> Ash is a good guy. So I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard on OC Talk Radio. 